0: I'm speaking to you, Hanbritz and Frank Furness, otherwise known as Frank and I. Hi, guys.
1: Hello, (laughs) Janine.
0: You must be rested, hey, after a whole holiday season and everything. Back ready for this year?
1: I mean, Janine, I don't know
2: who you're talking to. (laughs) I have a six-month-old baby. (laughs) But he's got a very good wife as well, so yeah, he rested very well. Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what did you do over the holidays?
2: Well, um, I had a lot of uh, cardiovascular exercise because uh, we were chased <laughs> out of the ocean uh, because there was so much shark. Every five minutes they chased us out. So yeah, it was a it was a lovely time trying to keep your legs.
0: Ah, <laughs> with all the sharks! Hey, yeah, but we, see, see, going to the beach. You, I mean, there's a lot of hunting as you had to stay home this year, huh? So you were you were privileged.
1: Yes, definitely. I think we uh, obviously all of you know where Artemus Mussel Bay is. So uh we were there a bit um for the holiday and I must say it was very nice. We were there from the from the eighteenth of December up until the tenth of Jan. So it was a nice, nice rest.
0: Okay, we're not jealous because we're so spiritually mature, yeah, in how dang and all. Frank and you <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, yeah, you yeah, myself um
2: uh, you know, we get so used to each other in tour, then we can't separate at uh, <laughs> holidays. So no, Frank, Frank cannot separate himself from me. No, he's lying, <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> if you saw his face, you could read him, he's lying. Yeah, so I went with, uh, with Johan and his wife, uh, We went to Artenbos. Um, so that was very, very, very uh, lovely. But like I said, you couldn't swim because every five minutes, literally they'd chase you out of the water. So it was a little bit interesting.
0: <laughs> a little bit interesting. So you had to forgive the sharks, huh?
2: Yeah, I, I wanted to go in with uh, sushi sticks and <laughs> create sushi. But you know what the funniest thing is? You know that that um, Jaws movie, the old Steven Spielberg da-da, one,
0: da-da, uh, da-da, that
2: one? That one. That one. So just the day before I, I um, hit the ocean for the first time, um, I saw a little Facebook clip of the old uh, Jaws movie. And the next day, I can't myself. There was this guy, I don't know where he's from, all these kids with the blow-up toys and stuff trying to get out of the waves, but they can't. And you just hear rubber ducks, like, flying and everything. So, it's just like a Jaws
0: movie. <laughs> I'm sure you took a video, her huh? This is something to keep for posterity.
2: Absolutely. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, but there's, there's a joke about the sharks, eh? The, the shark actually went, he was, he was in the water, so the surfer guy, he, he actually... He, went into the water, and he ducked. He, he dived underneath the wave, and he saw this great white shark, and the shark uh, laughed at him and said, did you come here to die? And then the guy, the surfer guy said, no, bro, I actually
2: came here yesterday. <laughs> I just, I just want to say, that was your aunt speaking, it was not me.
0: <laughs> Disclaimer much. <laughs> okay, well, let's get to your tour. You guys are back. It's a new year. You're getting um, around the country, wherever anyone lets you, for the Forgiven Movement. You've got a Forgiven Tour and a Forgiven Song. So let's get into what this year holds for you. What's the plan?
1: Well, I think the plan is, um, you know, to, to go and tour end of this month, beginning of Feb. We're going to Free State and then um, also Northwest. And then our plan is to end in Gauteng again. Um, and then end of March, we April, there's maybe opportunity for us to minister um, in Mauritius. There's going to be like a massive youth camp in Mauritius. So there you can also be jealous. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then after Mauritius, uh, God willing, uh, looking forward to America again, uh, to maybe go up again and just uh, the whole Bon Jovi testimony thing, just to take it a bit further and to, to ride with Billy again and everything. So it, it looks great.
0: You said such a lot right there. I mean, firstly, this Mauritius thing. You know, when we were students and if we wanted to go to the beach, we called it beach ministry. We gave it a name, you see, and then we go all the way there. and, and But it's a holiday. You go minister there for those three. You go up, do your thing, feel all spiritual and all, but actually you're there for, for the holiday. Be honest. Declare yourselves. What's the focus here?
2: <laughs> oh well that is well luckily we've got a we've got a little bit of a disclaimer there as well so we've we met this guy in um in nashville tennessee he's called vijesh and um and uh, he's a part of mauritius, and so we became very good friends with him and so um uh just a couple of months ago he actually invited us um to come and play at a music a christian music festival in mauritius because he says it it, it is a secular state but um they got exemption uh, to have a Christian music festival and they got uh, the last time they got Christ Safari and, and one or two other bands. So um, it's a, it's a brilliant evangelism uh, opportunity because obviously um, there's a lot of uh, other religions in that country, like we all know. And, and so this is a, a uh, window of opportunity that we can definitely um, uh, reach as many people there as possible, but definitely get a lot of beach time as well. <laughs> yes. not,
0: not to be hypocritical. Not to be hypocritical. Yeah, no, 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 no. I hear you. Wow, Christ Safari. Christofori, I didn't even know they still existed. I mean, they were like old guys when I was in, a student and they're still making music. Okay, let's get to you guys going to um, on tour. In South Africa, you're going to the school. So when you do ministry at a school, I mean, the schools have to be sensitive these days, huh? That you can't you can't go to, too far. Um, what do you actually do when you minister at schools?
1: Well, I think Janine, I think that the main thing is uh, we don't focus on denomination. We just focus on on seeing the songs and sharing our testimony, and then the Holy Spirit normally gives the opportunity for children to give their lives to Christ. And I think. That's the be- most beautiful thing of the whole tour. Like, every time you, you you finish with your, like, say, four songs in school time and you ask, but how many children want to give their lives to Christ? Uh, most of the children, they, they they actually raise their hands, you know. So it's just amazing. Um, there are some schools that's very sensitive towards uh, religion uh, stuff. And obviously that you may not say this, you may not say that. Uh, but at the end of the day, we, we feel like, you know, um, we have one opportunity to save to to save the lost, you know. And um, when we are at the school, we try our best to to keep within the rules. But if it goes straight straight against the word of God, then obviously, if we don't get invited again, it's still it's fine, you know. Um, but at least the children heard the truth and everything. So we are not we are balanced in that sense. Not very much. Uh, we're not, uh, you know, going against all the rules. But when stuff goes against somebody that can give their life to Christ, we we obviously, we use the opportunity once and then, then then that is it. If they want to invite us back, they do so. But if they don't, it's still fine.
0: Yeah. Say sorry afterwards. But the whole focus is on <laughs> forgiveness. So, Frank, do we, are we talking here forgiveness in South Africa or personal forgiveness? What's what's the specific focus on the song and on what you have to say when you're at those schools?
2: I think it's a little bit of both, and I think um, definitely personal forgiveness, no, just forgiveness. Um, obviously relationship with god and, and but also as a nation i think we're at that point you know i'm i'm i think we're both uh, safe to say we're both very excited about uh, the future that god has for south africa i think this is going to be a phenomenal um almost like a um a light beacon in the world in this last uh, last days and i think um um you know people are going to flee here for religious freedom i just have a feeling but the thing is there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to happen and people need to forgive. If there's stuff in the past that, um, that happened, we need to, to forgive and move on and, and just embrace what God has for us as a nation as well. Because I think if we take hands um, the way that God wants us to take hands, we're going to see a phenomenal revival happening in this country. And, and this country is going to reach its full potential, obviously, in God's kingdom. Um, so yeah, I think it's a little bit of both personal forgiveness, but also as a nation, you know, forgiving each other, um, and and uh, obviously experiencing that that kind of forgiveness that God gives when we forgive as well.
0: But Johan, forgiveness is one of the sermons I hear often. It's lots of people have got it on the heart, and we've got whole meetings where thousands of Christians come together and we say, "Oh, so sorry," and everything like that. But somehow, it <laughs> seems that this breakthrough. Is really hard. It's it's and and there are quite a few and I'm talking Christians, not even non-Christians, who feel this is never going to happen. That actual, real forgiveness with the full implication of what you're talking about can never happen in South Africa. The hurt is too deep, um, and we've got generations of people talking against forgiveness, not for forgiveness. You know, do you think this is actually possible in South Africa?
1: Yes, I think, I think, Janine. I think it's possible for every individual to really forgive and to let go, you know, I I just, I just think, you know, um, the enemy, obviously the strategy of the enemy is to, every time when South Africa is on the, on, on, on the edge of a breakthrough, uh, in that sense, then there's always like a leader or somebody that really um, stirs up people again, to start the anger again from, from the beginning. So I, I really feel our country has the potential to forgive each other, but I think, you know, um, that's why uh, our pastor, actually, Benjamin Arday, started a movement called Dash Pray for Essay. And the reason why he started it is because we really need need to start praying for this country. And also, um, you know, me and Frank spoke the other day as well about forgiveness. Because, because before we go into it, we want to really same page when it comes to what is forgiveness, you know. And people uh, don't really know what the application is in forgiving. So forgiving is something you confess with your mouth and you say, uh, uh, I forgive you. Um, sometimes you need to go to a person and, and and talk it through and speak it out. And then the other times when it's still difficult, you you need to start praying for that person that you don't forgive, that, that you have that unforgiveness in your heart. You know, I was in my life, I was in a place where I had, I had unforgiveness in my heart, but it wasn't my heart's intention. I wanted to forgive the person. And every time I said, Lord, I forgive that person, every time I saw the person, there was something that raised up in my heart, like an offense, you know, that still came. So I, I knew that I had still unforgiveness in my heart. But then um, the Lord just led me to start praying for that person. So every time um, I was in prayer, I prayed for that person every time. And you won't believe how much. Love you get for somebody in your heart when you start praying for them. And the unforgiveness actually disappears in your heart. So there's a lot of applications. But but just to answer your question of South Africa, I truly believe that, you know, God's word stands. And there's a lot of word that Frank said that God spoke over South Africa. It is going to come into fulfillment. Um, it's just a matter of we need to pray and, and you know um, look at look in the Bible times all the impossible is possible with God like um, in the Bible times when the Egyptians was in front of the uh, I think it was the Red Sea and um, you know the Egyptians was after oh, Israelites was before the Red Sea and the Egyptians came from behind they wanted to kill them so what is possible like that it seems like a hopeless situation and, and then God in a moment like in a moment of seconds uh, God gave instruction to Moses and everything changed you know so Um, god can definitely change this nation
0: you know what i agree with the whole prayer thing we had a discussion on um, forgiveness once and um the the thing about forgiveness is you sort of let it slip now as you do life you say i forgive you and then life goes on and when you see that person again it's like a shock to the system so so this person said, besides the fact of praying for them, because even when you pray for them, they don't know about it. Nah? It's like you still get away with, it's, it's still in secret. They said, take it one step yeah. further. The person that you struggle to forgive, besides praying, because praying works at a heart level, is nah? you go love them and you go serve them. Them, Like you can't stand them, but you go and you make that coffee and just put it on their table. You do, they don't have to be there. Or a little um chucky or or you bring them something. Just a physical act, taking your body and using it to do acts of forgiveness. So that so that you literally use it's it's an, it's not only affirming your decision to forgive. It's literally um, doing something in the opposite spirit, loving them then intentionally. It's like your heart can't get away with its bitterness if all it's allowed to do yeah. is to love and to serve. And I thought that was that y- you sort of don't let yourself get away with your unforgiveness, which, by the way, brings distance between you and God.
1: Yes absolutely so the, so, the day that you bring us coffee and chocolates, we know that you you, you still we need actually can 't stand
0: you you 're really irritating. <laughs> 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 Maybe one shouldn 't say that out loud. <laughs> they shouldn 't get a vibe it 's the vibe thing, you know, yeah, Yo, forgiveness is a very interesting thing, and i 'm very glad that you 're being proactive and and not letting South Africa, even the young people, get away with it because you hear a lot of bitterness among the young people at schools Um and maybe it's the previous generations we also need to take responsibility in South Africa for the unforgiveness that sticks because because yeah. our mouths we don't watch our mouths the previous generation doesn't and therefore the next generation has got the same issue with unforgiveness that we did isn't it
2: yeah no for sure but you know and it's a passive it's it's like a a very dangerous thing because it's not an act of sin like you do something like you, you steal something or you create do murder or something but it has the power to keep you even out of heaven because God says if you don't forgive you will not forgive us mm. so it's such an important topic you know like it's it's actually crucial and just do maybe if it's if it's possible you know if, if someone has hurt you or offended you maybe just picking up the phone and phoning that person and say listen I just want to when I want to get the air clean between us, you know, and talk about it, because sometimes that that also helps in the whole process. If it's possible, it's not always possible, but if possible, just to take up the phone, go and have, uh, you know, make it a coffee appointment and just uh, say, look, this and this was bothering me, and um, forgive me if I did something wrong, but I also forgive you. And, and usually that ends very well. You, you're more close to that person afterwards. <laughs>
0: But it's a risk, eh? It's a risk and I don't know if it's a culture thing, but sometimes we just don't like conflict. We'd rather ignore it till it goes away, but it never goes away.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's also called fear of man. (laughs) So this we are flea club. Once you if you do that, you'll conquer both.
0: (laughs) We've got a saying here in the halls. The Aki Vilifraki. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Listen, but I see this song was was birthed a while back already, 2018, um, during a Holy Spirit-led season in Nashville. Uh, tell me about this song. What's the origin? So
1: it was actually, was it the first song we wrote, Frank? Yeah. No, no, second, 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 second song. song. So, yeah. so you know, I, I think um, the, like, the nice thing about me, Frank, and Billy, both, uh, all three of us, both of us, all three of us, um, uh, write songs as the Holy Spirit just uh, drops it in our spirits, and He um, it, it usually never let us finish a song if we didn't walk it through. So all of us in us in our lives, we had uh, we had a situation where we needed to really forgive. I mean, there's small stuff you need to give to, to forgive people uh, with, you know, um, but there's other big stuff that that really is an issue of the heart and, and everything. So, you know, we, we just started um, with this melody and stuff in Nashville. We were sitting with Billy in the, in the lounge and in, in his house, the house's lounge. And we started the song and, um, you know, one thing led to the other. And, you know, um, I think it's time when we, I think it's time we bring the word back into the songs, like word, word by word, because there, there are some scriptures that's really nice written. Um, and if you if you listen to the chorus as well, it's it's basically like full on scripture. It's not it's not even it's almost not even tweaked the lyrics of the chorus. It's it's basically it's it's a scripture, you know. So if you ask me what scripture it is now, uh, I must go and search it on Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it's it's basically, it's definitely scripture. And, and, you know, that time we didn't feel to release the song. I remember we asked some radio presenters, I think you were one of them, to, to say something about the song um, and to share something um, that they like about the song. But we never felt re- the release to, to actually um, put the song on radio and to share it with the world. Uh, but I understand why God actually let us release it now, because it is the right time now.
0: Well, we're going to listen to the song, feature it, just to inspire people. But if there are schools or any venue with a lot of people together who who want you guys to drop in there with us to it, do you still have available dates?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. No, we definitely have. So they can just contact our manager, uh, Corin Duplessis. They can go on our Facebook page and and just contact her. I think the number should be there. And, yeah, definitely, there's definitely space left. So if you want us to come to school, please contact us. We would love to. The
0: Facebook Absolutely. page would just be Frank and the and sign and I.
1: Yeah, Frank and I slash Frank Billy and I. <laughs> it's a very long name. But, but they can just type in Frank and I, and they will get us on Facebook, um, as well as all the other platforms, you know. Um, and And obviously, like Frank said, our number is on Facebook, so they can just phone us. We are going to be in the Free State area in February and also in the Northwest, like Worcester, and that places. And then we're going to be in March. We're going to be mostly in Gauteng, Pretoria, Joburg area. Um, So, yeah, uh, churches. Also, when we go to churches and we want to minister there and a church wants us to come and minister there, uh, we just ask for love offer um, to go and minister at churches. Uh, We feel like, you know, we don't want to put a price to ministry. So, um, yeah.
0: Right, the song's called Forgiven by Frank and I, and now let's listen to what they've got to say.